Welcome to Influence the Podcast. I'm Christine. And I'm Lindsay. And in today's episode, we're discussing navigating the holidays when you live an untraditional, quotes, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're single, if you don't have children, you aren't married, just living a little differently than, you know, what uh, society tries to tell you is correct or traditional. But first, it's time for our weekly love and hate. So, Christine, what is your weekly love? So my weekly love, I have a feeling some of you are going to be rolling your eyes at me, and that's okay. Um, But I have been so excited because this is literally my favorite time of year. Yeah, I love, love the holidays. So Christmas music is on XM. Oh, okay. What channel? It's on the Hallmark channel, but starting tomorrow, it's on all of the other channels. Okay, so cool. maybe I'll, I actually like did research on this, yes. um, but I am that person that just, I could li- honestly listen to Christmas music all year round. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know, it's comforting to me. It just puts me in a good mood. I love it. Um, so it's already on the Hallmark channel, which I think might be 60 or 70 on XM. I don't know why I can't remember. Oh, it's okay. But starting tomorrow, almost everything else starts um, as well. So all the Hallmark movies have started. Mm -hmm. And I just love them. They're so damn cheesy. They're so good. And last night I watched, um, I had recorded Christmas Wishes and Mistletoe Kisses, which is also a book. So if you want to read it, you can. Um, And it was one of the new Hallmark movies. I think they're featuring their new movies every Saturday and maybe every Sunday. Oh, that's a good time to watch those. Yeah. And it's at eight o'clock. Okay. So when I'm at home and I will admit, I have not been watching a lot of TV, but like I've been in kind of a shitty mood lately and I'm still trying to get back to my normal self. I'll throw on a good Hallmark movie and it just like instantly perks me up. I like to guess what's going to happen. I like to figure out if it's actually real snow or fake snow. And randomly, a lot of them are filmed in Georgia. So I recognize a lot of the places that they film. That's so really interesting considering yeah. there's like always snow and everything. And yeah. I don't really associate Georgia with snow. No. And I grew up in Ohio. So like I know snow. So it's really funny because in the movie I watched um, last night, The Christmas Wishes, it was completely fake snow. Like it, you can just see like the little blanket of like fake snow oh, by Michael okay. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you were curious, that one was filmed in Marietta, Georgia. Um, and I also went to Starbucks the other night and they have their holiday cups. Okay. And when I went when the lady handed it to me i was like oh your holiday cups are in she's like yeah i think it's a bit too early myself like okay and i was like well (laughs) i enjoy it so and i did i was like well i really love it so thank you (laughs) (laughs) so i have this quote that someone tagged me in whenever someone gets on to me about christmas because they always do um it costs zero dollars to worry about yourself i've seen that floating around and i think it is so funny I love it. I posted a meme today that I made, or it's not really a meme, but I'm, I don't know if you've seen it on Instagram, but I, you know, I'm a Real Housewives lover. Yes, you are. So it's from this past season of Real Housewives of New York, and it's when Tinsley is fighting with Luann. Mm-hmm. Um, and her quote in the show is, yeah, I'm drinking Luann. Well, I changed it to, yeah, I'm listening to Christmas music, Luann. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I know like we're going to start tomorrow. So we're, we are recording this on Halloween. Yes. Um, We're going to start tomorrow and we're going to have the people who are so excited about the holidays and listening to Christmas music. And then there's going to be the people saying it's too early. Yeah. Why do you skip Thanksgiving? You can celebrate whatever you want, whatever you want. Like Thanksgiving. I love it. We celebrate it. It doesn't mean that I'm not, you know, that if we're skipping over it. If there were movies and music for Thanksgiving, I would probably blast them oh, as well. Totally, yeah. But it just, 
I just don't get that. Like, and I understand, like, I'm not a huge lover of Halloween, but I don't go around bashing people for playing Halloween music early or dressing up. Right. Do do you? Like, who cares? Yes. If, if me listening to holiday music cheers me up, why does that matter to people? I, I just have never understood that. I don't really understand it either. I think we all like do what we have to do. And if you yeah. don't, if you don't do Christmas music or do Christmas until the day after Thanksgiving, that's fine. You know, we're traveling during Thanksgiving. So I usually put my tree up a bit early because I'm not there and I like to yeah. enjoy it. It's one of the things that you know, kind of helps relax me. I love my Christmas lights. If I yep. want to decorate early, like I don't see why it's bothering anyone at all. And it takes a while to decorate. Yeah. Cause I go like, I go crazy. I love decorating and I want to be able to enjoy it. And I know someone posted yesterday. I can't remember who it was. It might've been Becca. She said they were traveling for Thanksgiving. So she was going to put up her tree early. Yeah, me too. That way they could enjoy it and everything. And I'm like, that's great. I mean, I just never have understood the people who constantly feel this need to bash it. But we always say you do you. Right. I think, I don't know. I've seen people do that like when it was September and people are wanting, you know, to celebrate fall. Um, there's a lot yeah. of that too. And it's like, oh yeah, we get it. Believe me, it was 97 degrees until the beginning of October. Yeah. I get it. But, you know, when you like something and – it really doesn't – it's not hurting you if someone wants to celebrate it a little early. Not not at all. Yeah. So – go that. on a rant about <laughs> We are very passionate about we Christmas music. Are. And if you come at me about Hallmark movies, I, I have some words. Well, I have to tell you <laughs> something. I have okay. never seen a Hallmark Christmas what? movie. <laughs> You have to watch I'm it because you fully, you will fully understand what I mean. Like they're so bad, they're so good. I really want like, to. I was actually at my grandmother's a couple of weeks ago, and there was already one on, and I got very invested in it. And like I wasn't yes. over there the entire moving time, but I'm gonna start watching them this year um, because I'm gonna just, sit down. you know they might be cheesy, but they are fun. They're so cheesy. like pour yourself a glass of wine, have a snack, sit on the couch, and literally i'm like okay what's gonna i can tell what the plot line is going to be within the first five minutes of the movie and i'm like okay watch this is gonna happen this is gonna happen is this fake snow like i know to a t like they're so corny but they're so good so i don't know if you so. listen to or any of you listen to danny pellegrino's podcast it's called everything iconic and he talks mm -hmm. he talks of course a lot about bravo related things and pop culture but he is starting a podcast during the holiday days and he's going to kind of review and recap some of these hallmark and lifetime christmas oh my movies. gosh so that would probably be right up your alley he oh my gosh them. that would be so up my alley and yeah. i actually have watched a couple on lifetime but i just don't like them as much um there's something about the hallmark ones i don't know what it is but that is so right up my alley so i will try to share that um in our episode notes for those of you who would be interested i think he's going to recap some of the netflix movies too which i haven't seen any nice. of those either oh my gosh yes we can do a whole episode on this <laughs> as I'm thinking about. we'll do a bonus episode on this oh, because yeah. there are quite a few netflix movies and there's another one like a sequel that's coming out this year corniest movie ever i can't think of what it's called oh yeah we're doing a bonus episode people so get ready get ready guys i'm excited we have to get Lindsay like <laughs> in tune with all of this so i'm going to start watching these for research <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes definitely oh, fun all right so moving on from that little tangent yeah. uh Lindsay, <laughs> what was your love for the week well again we're recording on halloween so um we moved like every city in Kentucky pretty much moved to their trick or treat because we are having really bad weather today. Like it's pouring rain. It's windy. It's actually going to snow tonight. Uh, oh so my gosh. Welcome to Kentucky where you get like all four uh, seasons in one day. But yeah. uh, we um, in my hometown, like their trick or treat was moved to Tuesday night. So we ended up to surprise my niece. We stopped on our way. We always go trick or treating with her. Um, we stopped on our way and picked up costumes and dressed up to go kind of surprise or scare her. <laughs> and it was just a lot of fun. Um, 
I dressed as an astronaut. It was a little out of my comfort zone, but I loved it so much. You know, I think I told somebody <laughs> that I, long gone are the days of the sexy Halloween costume. Oh my gosh, yes. uh, but it was a lot of fun and something that I don't normally do, but we got, we laughed so hard about it and she tried, she's in first grade. So she laughed about it, but then she, you know, was trying to be cool. And she was like, you guys are so dumb. <laughs> but she was laughing about it. So, you know, we, we caught her, but just a fun night getting to see all the kids in their costumes. There were some really cute ones. And uh, like my parents put their fire pit like out in their driveway and we drink like beer and cider and hand out candy. And she kind of walks around the neighborhood with my sister. And it was mm-hmm. just a lot of fun. I love this time of year, like from yeah. Halloween on, it's just, you know, there's so many things to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Um, while we are talking about moving Halloween around, can I tell you that I am on the Nextdoor app and oh, God. there has been so many people losing their shit because people have suggested moving the day that kids go trick-or-treating because like you guys, we're not going to get snow, but we have had horrible rain, horrible winds. It was supposed to be lightning and everything this evening. And so people ahead of time were like, why don't we move it to Friday when it's supposed to be clear or possibly even Saturday? The comments. Oh my gosh. People were like, well, when I was young, you know, we threw on a rain jacket and called it a day. And I get that. I grew up in Ohio. I'm sure you understand like trick or treating. There's a meme going around that someone posted yesterday and it was about like trick or treating when you're in the Midwest and it was like her dressed as a mermaid, but also like with a winter jacket on and everything. We've had that. We had it when we were growing up too. Like I think it snowed a couple of times as well. Oh yeah. It's just part of it. But people were losing their minds over the fact that uh, people were wanting to change the day because I think they were worried more so about the lightning. Like, I don't think you want to take your children outside if it's going to be lightning. No. People were like these far left, you know, liberals and all of that. Are, you know, now we can't even celebrate Halloween. Okay. When I was younger, throw on a raincoat. You know, you dealt with it. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. How is Halloween political and trick or treat? Why is everything People about politics? People turn anything into politics. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, I mean, so I was kind of having a good laugh about it because – the comments, like, if you want to kind of laugh, I don't know about where you are, but for my area, the comments have been gold, like, people losing their minds over this, so. Yeah, I've seen some people get in fights, like, about it on Facebook, like, actually fighting, each, you know, not literally, what? but fighting each other, like, oh, with words <laughs> on Facebook. Uh, I don't know, people have really, too much time on their hands, and they just really, like, overthink it. I mean, I get it, like, when I was younger, like, we went trick-or-treating in the rain like it was cold sometimes so we mm-hmm. did like we had to put a big winter jacket on over our costume that we were so impressed with but i think you know when it's concerning children's safety our parents probably wouldn't have let us go out no i remember times that we didn't go because the weather was bad weather, yeah uh, <clears throat> so i you know I, I that was just a personal choice that my parents made but yeah we did move Ours is moved to Saturday now, um, and it's supposed to be really cold, but it's going to be clear. Um, I'm hoping yeah. to score some 50% off candy. But it's, nice. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I feel like there's always a fight about it. Always. It seems there's like. a fight about, I mean, everything. Everything now is turned into something political, yeah. no matter what. It's kind of sad. It, it really is. <sighs> so. <laughs> okay. All right. You want to talk about your hate this week? Yeah. So before um, today, I had to go and get my brows done and I get them waxed and tinted. And when I was sitting in the chair, it takes a little bit of time for the tint to kind of set into my brows to color. There was a woman behind me who was pregnant. I would have had no clue. And there were two other women who were kind of talking to her. And I get it. Like when you're pregnant, your body's changing. Like I've never experienced that from what, but from what I've been told, you know, you feel gross. So this woman was talking about how, oh, I just went to the doctor and now I'm 130 pounds. And the girls were like, gosh, 
if I could ever be 130 pounds again, now I'm just like a big fat ass and what I wouldn't do to like be back to myself, you know, when I thought that I was fat, but I was actually skinny. And the pregnant woman was kind of talking about how she's so afraid of gaining more weight because she doesn't want to look disgusting. And I get it. Like when you're pregnant, I'm sure that's really difficult for you if you have never gained weight or had excess weight. Like that's probably really difficult to deal with. But it was just the way she was talking about it. Like that's a part of pregnancy. You know, I think as long as you're like within a healthy range of like what your doctor suggests is a healthy amount of weight for you to gain, you know, but she was literally freaking out over gaining like five pounds, she said. Oh, my God. And then the other women then, and it was just this whole cycle of how when one woman starts talking bad about herself, how the other women just continue the conversation and then they start tearing themselves apart. And it's like whenever my sister-in-law, you know, she just had a baby. And even when she was pregnant, she's like, I'm so big. I am so fat. People keep commenting like, you know, gosh, are you due any day now? Are you having twins? I hate that. And I always try to remind her, like, you have a child inside of you. You are pregnant. Like, I know weight is an issue, but I always try to remind her, like, you do not look disgusting. You look pregnant. Like, you're pregnant. Um, I never wanted her to feel like she was disgusting or anything. So I always tried to remind her. Um, but these other women were like, you know, gosh, you know, I weigh like 125 pounds and I had to go up a size in jeans and now my butt is getting big and I have these handles on my side and like, it's part of growing up, like your body changes. <laughs> You're not going to be, you know, like you used to be. And it was just listening to them tear themselves apart it was crazy to me how one woman started it and then every single person within that conversation was doing the same exact thing it reminds me sorry um, it reminds me of the scene in mean girls where they are standing in front of the mirror talking about like all their their flaws or what they Mm -hmm. think their flaws that's kind of what that reminds me of So we have to start like, and I'm guilty of this too. Like I have my days, um, but we have to start talking about ourselves better. And yes, I understand like is sometimes your body is changing and you're going through different things that it's really difficult to be kind to yourself. But it was funny, like as a woman sitting there on the outside and listening to their conversation, I was like, wow, this is really bad. And I know that I do it myself also. So it was kind of a reminder to myself, like, you've got to do better than this. I hate when anybody starts talking, bringing up weight and all of that. I mean, because you never know what someone's going through or, (laughs) you know, someone might be heavier than you and how much that hurts them for you to sit there and say, I'm disgusting because I weigh this. And, you know, that other person might not even have an issue. They might Mm -hmm. feel confident. But then when you're sitting there saying that you're disgusting, I've just really tried to change the way that I talk about myself. Yeah. Um, I mean, for not just me, but for other people. It was really difficult sitting there and listening to women just tear themselves apart. Yeah, because that's what they were doing. They were literally pointing out every flaw that they had. And like when I was done with my appointment, I kind of like turned around to see these women were gorgeous. Like as someone who is plus size, I was sitting there like I weigh a hell of a lot more than they do. And I'm just kind of sitting in that conversation like, okay. And they were talking loud enough to where other people could hear it. And I'm just like, you're in a store that's all about, you know, making yourself more beautiful, like you're selling cosmetics, like, you know, you got to do better than this. Well, that's my point, too, because you were sitting there listening to that and you are, like you said, you know, plus size and they're sitting there saying they don't want to gain weight because they're disgusting. So that is exactly my point. You don't ever know who is hearing that and taking that Mm -hmm. maybe to heart. Or yeah. having a bad day. And I mean, you just don't know. You don't need to talk about your body in a negative way to yourself or to hearing, others. Hearing the woman who was pregnant who was complaining, you know, that she had gained five pounds and she was now 130 pounds, like, <clears throat> 
I get it. Like, and I, I want to stress this. I'm not trying to be mean to women who are pregnant and I've never gone through that, but it really tore me up because I'm like, you have such a miracle happening in your body right now. And I know it might not be beautiful all the time and you're going to have your days, but like she was teeny tiny, like worry more about your baby being healthy and things like that. I mean, yeah. just the way she was talking about it was such a negative, a negative way. Right. So I just wanted to like go up and give her a hug and be like, you know what? You're pregnant. You're beautiful. Your body is going to change. Like, just make sure your baby is healthy. You are healthy and enjoy this time, you know? And I just like hearing her complain about gaining five pounds. And I mean, she was, she was tiny. I mean, she was a tiny woman. I just, I don't know. It just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. I can totally understand how that would. Yeah. So we have to be better to ourselves when we're having conversations about our appearance. Um, And it was a good reminder sitting there today, listening to these women, like, this is what it sounds like when I'm doing the same thing. Oh yeah. Sometimes we need that reminder. Yeah. So that was my hate for the week. Lindsay, what about you? This is kind of random, but it actually kind of goes with what you were talking about. Um, I have been seeing all these posts about Adele Oh, because she mm-hmm. was at Drake's birthday party. I think it was like last week. Yeah, I think. And so. there have been countless articles dedicated to how good she looks and that she's lost weight. <laughs> and she looked not because she lost weight. She looked incredible. But I think Adele is the most beautiful woman. Oh, I think so too. I'm always here for her makeup choices. I love her. She looked fantastic. But I did see the same thing about her and her weight. It was all these conversations about it, and I didn't open or click on any of the articles, but I would read some of the comments. And I just don't know why that's such a focus because this woman is extremely talented and she has won all these Grammys and all these awards. She's so talented. It shouldn't be the focus Mm -hmm. on her at all. Why does it matter? She's going through a divorce, you know, Um, it's fine to say she looks happy, and she did, but to say, oh my God, I wonder how much weight she's lost. She looks so good. I mean, like I said, there were articles dedicated to it. And I just really don't understand why this woman who has all these talents, why that matters, I guess. Yeah. I think that whenever we see celebrities, that this is the first thing that they go to. I can't think of like a top of my head, but there have been celebrities who have lost a lot of weight. And it's like, oh my gosh, she looks incredible now. Well, what about before? Like she was still incredibly talented. You know, her weight shouldn't be. Yeah. Like what happened to her before? She was still the same talented woman. Mm -hmm. She just might've lost some weight, but that shouldn't be the main focus on this person. And that happens a lot with celebrities. I think that happens a lot with her because- there seems to be such a focus on, oh, she's gained weight. Oh, she's lost Mm -hmm. it. She's gained it back again. And I just really like the first thing I think of when I think of Adele, it's not how much she weighs. It's not something that really occurs to me. It's I love her music. She has such a beautiful voice. That's an understatement. Mm-hmm. You know, she's funny. She's so charming. Her, you know, her carpool karaoke with James Corden, Gordon, whatever yes. his name, James Corden. Like when she starts rapping a Nicki Minaj song, I love her. Like she's just incredibly talented. She is. And there, there's no reason to always make this the focus when discussions come up about her that seems to be something that they tend to talk about a lot and again that's not the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of her most of the time when I see Adele I want to know where she got the clothes from and I want to know who did her hair and makeup and what products were used because she's the most beautiful woman next album is coming out you know And like people right away, like when they she announced that they were getting a divorce, they were like, oh, awesome. We're going to get great music again. Yeah. What? Right. Like that's so shitty. Like this woman is going through a divorce. She has a child with this man. Like, you know, they were in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Let's not like be happy that she's going to maybe write about sad songs again. Right. Like, I just get so annoyed with this. Oh, I do too. <laughs> Um, But that was my hate because it's just, you know, like I said, there's been these articles dedicated to it. And, you know, you don't get to be just a topic of conversation because you've lost weight, you know, like, let's find some other things to write about women. 
mm-hmm. there are things yeah. more interesting out there about her and about other women in general that you know yeah. we don't need to write these think pieces on her losing weight i completely agree with you um but if you haven't seen like the way she i'm not even talking about her weight <laughs> just her appearance in general she was stunning She's so beautiful. And when I saw, I just was like, I would love to be a fly on the wall just to be at that party. Like just to see the amount of celebrities and stuff that were there. I would love to just be like in a corner drinking a glass of champagne, like people watching. Yeah, right. I would love to hang out with her for five minutes. I think she's so funny. She'd be amazing. Um, I love her. I do too. All right. Well, how about we move into today's episode? We are going to be talking, as Lindsay said, navigating the holidays when you live an untraditional, air quotes, <laughs> lifestyle, meaning you're single, you don't have children, but maybe you're in a relationship or you're in a relationship, but you're not married. Society tends to put these people in a very different category as I'm air quotes, like normal people. So we wanted to kind of have a conversation about it. Uh, Lindsay and I are both in untraditional families um, and how that kind of affects our holidays and things that, you know, we just want to kind of chat about it. Yeah. And this was Christine's idea. I've honestly not spent that much time thinking about it because it's just life. And when you're kind of in the thick of it, you don't have time to really think about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, I think that I think about it more because I know what it's like. I've been very open with my infertility. I am married, but Rob and I do not have any children. The holidays have been very tricky for me emotionally. Mm -hmm. I really have to prepare myself. I have to psych myself up and I've had to let myself like have a pep talk kind of with myself. Like, It's okay to not be okay. There's going to be moments where people are going to say some really dumb things to you. There are going to be things that are hard for you to see. And when I think about all of this, I just, I think about the women and even couples who are maybe also in the same position, but maybe this is like their first year of this, you know, being their life. And I just kind of wanted to talk about it. And maybe for those of you who aren't in an untraditional, you know, family relationship, whatever, Maybe you'll have a better understanding of kind of what we're talking about when we say like the holidays are tricky for us or they're emotional. So I think it's a really good conversation to have. Um, I know a lot of people who follow my blog, they have dealt with infertility themselves, are still dealing with it. And I always get messages like, thank you so much for, you know, speaking out on this. It's a conversation that we need to keep having. And I completely agree. So that was kind of like the inspiration behind this episode. Yeah. Thank you for going into that um, more because I kind of wanted to touch on that. And, you know, and it's also for people who don't have, maybe you don't have a good relationship with your family. Yeah. Um, You know, there are so many different ways that we have to kind of get through the holidays. I know it's a really happy time for many of us and it's marketed as, you know, as a happy, fun the time. happiest time of the year. Right. And yeah. it's not always, and it can be very tough. Um, it's tough on me sometimes. I'm not gonna yeah. <laughs> lie, you know? Um, and I know that a lot of you have difficulties with it as well. Even if you don't want a family, even if you're, you know, really just focused on where your career career is or whatever, I know that it can still be very tough. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who may be tuning in for the first time, um, I am married, but I do not have children. And <clears throat> I had a lot of infertility issues. Lindsay, you want to talk about your situation? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say it for you. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, yeah, I am not married. I'm not single. Um, I've been in a long-term relationship, so we don't have children either. So that's kind of where we both are. Um, as far as being, I guess what we're trying to say is untraditional. (laughs) So if this is your first time listening to us, go back into previous episodes. We've discussed this in more detail, but 
for this episode. Just keep that in mind. Yeah. Good idea. I think where it's really difficult because like I said, I love the holidays. It is literally my favorite time of year, but also it can be hell for me (laughs) if I'm being honest. It, the things that I struggle with so much, it's kind of like a mix of emotions. So I love getting together with my family and everything. And I think we all go through this to a point. Like when we're with our family, it can be a little crazy stressful to begin with. Yes. Um, Politics at the dinner table. (laughs) Like, you know, we've talked about this before, but um, for me, I think where I really struggle with it and I'm where I'm really trying to work on this in my like kind of grieving process of not being able to have children is it's the constant reminders that I don't have children. And I think a lot of people struggle with that because they're like, well, you have that every day though. But it's just, you know, even the littlest things can be triggering for me, like watching kids go and see Santa or like when I'm with my niece and nephew and I love being with them and I would never take that away for anything, but it's kind of like, you know, I'll never have that experience with my own child. It's those kind of emotions mm-hmm. that sometimes I have to prepare for mentally. Like if I know we're going to go out that day and I'm going to be like with my family and there's going to be grandchildren involved, even seeing that alone. And then like, this is crazy, but <clears throat> seeing my husband, I get this like, like feeling in my heart and it just hurts so bad because that's when those guilty emotions like flood me and I'm like I'm never gonna be able sorry I'm like losing my voice (coughs) sorry um I'm never gonna be able to have that experience with him yeah and it can be really tough it can be emotionally draining um that's one way that I really have to like prepare myself and I do like I have a process like before we go out and I'm with family or something like that like I really give myself time to like really think about it and tell myself you know it's okay if you're not okay don't try to push those feelings aside don't try you know I find that to be really helpful and important because for a long time I would just push them aside and then like one day like they all those emotions and feelings would hit me like a ton of bricks and I would be a mess right and I think um that's the way that I I don't know if dealing is the right word but that's how I kind of get through it I think one of the tough things is you know that all of these holidays are very like kid focused I mean, you have like Halloween, you have trick or treat. That's mostly for children Uh, Mm -hmm. and Christmas. It's a lot about Santa and all of that. So I can totally understand how that is hard uh, for a lot of women and men out there. Um, You know, it's even, it's hard for me sometimes, you know, seeing the kids like in their little Christmas pajamas and the costumes, it can definitely be hard and you're like, okay, this is you know, not my life. So how do you kind of get through, through that Mm -hmm. period? It's difficult because you don't want to take away the joy from them. Mm -hmm. And I never want to be the center of attention, like, you know, like Debbie, the downer over there in the corner. It's a really, really confusing and emotional place to be in Mm -hmm. because there have been moments where I have had to like suck it up and I've had to like push those tears away because I don't want to take away because it's not fair to them. I don't want to take away from their, you know, joyous moments of like seeing their children in their pajamas and, you know, their kids going and seeing Santa. And I love being able to experience that with all of my nieces and nephews and all of that. But there are those moments, though, that will probably never go away from me where I sit down and it's just, it's such a sad moment. Yeah, definitely. I, like I said, I get that. It can be very difficult. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. So I think for any of you who are kind of going through the same thing, know that it's okay for you to be sad and upset and emotionally confused. You're not alone in that. Not at all. Not at all. And I think, you know, for those of you who are single, I mean, I was single certain years, like through Christmas and all that. It can be so lonely, especially like maybe if you don't have a close relationship with your family or there are people out there also who have lost parents Mm -hmm. or other members of their family. We always have to keep that in mind. 
that while Christmas is a really happy time and all of that, there are still other people who are kind of having, you know, it's very some hard. emotions. Yeah, yeah, it's happy, but it's also hard for a lot of people. And, you know, I think just like owning that feeling and being cognizant of it on the other side, you know, this might be a hard day or a hard week for this person, you know, kind of just being empathetic to what somebody else is going mm-hmm. through. I think that's yeah. very important. Yeah. I think that um, where I kind of probably with my own emotions is I feel like because I am older now, I'm 30 turning 39 in December. Um, Rob is 42. Mm-hmm. I hope that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it can be like what I feel like now is it can be very awkward. Like I feel like when we're at the holidays with our family, of course they want us there. We're family and everything, but it's like awkward for us. Like when all the kids are getting together and exchanging presents and you're hearing, you know, the countless conversations about, you know, how the grandchildren just make them so happy. Mm -hmm. It's a very awkward feeling and it can be like a very isolating feeling. Yeah. Like Rob and I just kind of sit there and we're like, okay, well, it's just us. Like, you know, yeah. That's something that can be difficult. And maybe you understand that too. Yeah, I do get that because I like what I have uh, three siblings and my sister has um, a daughter, my niece, of course, um, but the rest of us don't have kids yet. So with just my um, immediate family, it's not really that hard if that makes sense my sister lets Mm -hmm. us be she is wonderful and she lets us be very hands-on with my niece Um, Uh, same thing for my yeah I feel very mother-in-law like and I love that and I appreciate able to have that relationship with them me too because I would never want to um (laughs) like kind of take her yeah like take over something that she would want to do with her I guess um but like I always buy her like holiday pajamas and she's always Mm -hmm. like been very cool with like me doing that um you know we go trick-or-treating with her we do all of this stuff with her and she embraces it she loves having us there to do those things with her too so I'm very thankful for that um with extended family it's a different because everybody pretty much you know does have kids but I mean we try again um everybody's been great about letting us be very hands-on Mm-hmm. And my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, I mean, my brother, my brother has um, a daughter and then on Rob's, my youngest brother does not. He actually does not want children. He doesn't even want to get married. That's his choice yeah. um, for on Rob's side. Um, both of his brothers have children. Um, one of them has four children. One of them has two children. So I feel like we're pretty hands-on, um, especially with my best friend also happens to be my sister-in-law. Yes. And I'm really thankful for that. And I think that maybe, I mean, every this is everyone's opinion and, you know, but maybe if you do have someone in your life like this, invite them to go trick-or-treating with you to be able to experience that holiday. You know, you might not have thought about it before. And some people, you know, they might not want to because it can be too triggering. Mm -hmm. But just put that invitation out there because I will say, yeah, being able to experience – I'm trying not to get emotional. I told Lindsay before this episode – being able to experience those those moments together, like with a family and children, that really means so much to me to be included in something like that, because the holidays can feel so isolating and so overwhelming for people who are in untraditional relationships and things like that, that just being able to go out trick-or-treating with my niece and nephew, like, that's, it's such an incredible feeling to be included. I think so maybe... So I think it's so important that you mentioned that because I don't know that people really think about that sometimes. Um, You know, maybe you just need like an extra set of hands, you know, so invite those aunts or uncles or friends that are like family out to do this stuff with you. Um, It does mean a lot to be able to have those experiences. 
um, it's helped me a lot, which is kind of like, you know, I think for some people, they might not understand that because it is very triggering. And I get that, like, it's still triggering for me. Um, And it always will be. But as Mm -hmm. I've kind of throughout the years of grieving, basically, of all this, being included in things like that means more to someone than you realize. Because I think the thing um, for me, I can speak for myself of being married, but having no children, it can feel so isolating. Yes, uh, yeah, it does to me too. And it's the worst, it's the worst feeling. Because you, you probably are aware of it more so like than everybody else. Um, but it's because it bothers you. And just being made to feel like you're in a normal moment and you're not having to like, you know, overthink because that's the the thing that I always do. I never want someone to like have to worry about me. Like, you know, I don't want to upset her, Mm -hmm. you know, let's do this another time. I never want that. I still want things to continue on as normal. We'll still do family traditions and everything. Um, But being able to go trick or treating or being able to see Santa Claus with my niece and nephews, that's like very therapeutic for me and it helps me so much because I'm able to still have a part of that in my life. Yeah. I think, you know, including your single friend, your childless friend, your grieving friend, uh, whatever the case may be in your traditions or in things with your family. I think that is such a great way to help them feel Mm -hmm. and, you know, just like they can, make it through the whole I don't know how to really describe it I know no but I I think people will understand what we're trying to say um but just being able to have that invitation and I know that I'm always like I'm always can do anything with them they've never they have never once isolated me or made me feel like I didn't belong because I didn't have children Mm -hmm. that's been like a really necessary part of my grieving experience and like something that I really am thankful for. I don't know if they even realize how much I appreciate it, but I'm sure she's probably listening <laughs> to this podcast. So now she yeah, will. She will yeah. um, but I think it's really important for those of you, you know, extend that invitation. Mm-hmm. I you don't realize my sister doing yeah. the same thing. And, you know, I don't think that there's any child or anybody out there who doesn't need somebody else to love, love them. Yeah. You know, so it, you're, how are you, what is the negative about including right. another person? You know? And I always had great relationships with my aunts and uncles. Um, some of them more so than others. Yeah, and that's something as I was am older that I always wanted to continue because I have such amazing memories mm-hmm. of my holidays and everything with them. I wanted that for my nieces and nephews. Yeah. So that's really important to me. And the fact that they let me be a part of that, you know, that really means a lot to me. Well, I'm glad. So uh, yeah. Um, Let's move on yeah. so I can stop crying. <laughs> One of the things uh, that I have been doing kind of in the past few years is like creating our own or my own traditions um, mm-hmm. just because we had things when we were growing up. And now like I, you are the, in the same boat. We don't live in our hometown. I live much closer than you do, but it's still, you know, around the holidays, I do kind of miss being able to be there for certain things because mm-hmm. I do live further away. But one thing, um, like if you're single or even if you're not single, uh, meet with your girlfriends and have like a night out. Um, we just yeah. did like a pumpkin decorating night. With a few it looked like so much fun. It was a blast. I wanted to be there. Yes. <laughs> I wish like <laughs> that you could have been and that other people could. I you know. know. Um, I feel like I have so many friends all around the country and I wish we all lived close <laughs> so we can all do this stuff together. Yeah. But yeah, we got together, had some snacks and some festive drinks and decorated pumpkins. And now we're like brainstorming ideas for all the coming holidays to get together and do that again. And I really am looking forward to that. It was something that I've really missed out on the past few years. Like I didn't have really any girlfriends and this just meeting these uh, women and I'm meeting a couple, you know, other people and we're starting to do things together. And that just means so much to me. And it's just a simple thing, but you know, we've started creating those traditions and like Jason and I have our own traditions that we do just as a couple. Uh, we don't really right. buy gifts for each other uh, because I buy myself stuff all the time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh yeah, I bought that for myself already. Um, 
but we like after Christmas, we usually travel somewhere. So that's kind of our mm-hmm. gift to each other. And that's like our little tradition. Um, you know, we go trick or treating with my niece, just find people to celebrate with, you know, and start your own traditions. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that can be really beneficial for people is they get stuck in those family traditions and they're just maybe not the same because you don't have children or you aren't in a relationship or you're not close with your family. Mm-hmm. Start your own traditions. Rob and I have our own traditions. Um, I am probably what you would call Christmas obsessed and every single person knows that about me. <laughs> I have... Um, like I'll walk into the store and by the way, Target has out all of their Christmas stuff oh, really? um, as of today. Ooh. Yes. yes. I'll walk in a store and I'm like, oh, Christmas is here. <laughs> and like, I'll send everyone like a Snapchat or a text message. And it's gotten to the point now where they will do the same thing. They'll send me a text message with a picture and they're like, Christmas is here. <laughs> or like when they start playing um, Christmas music on XM, Rob and I go to Starbucks or a coffee shop and we get a coffee and we drive around. This is so, I can't believe I'm admitting this out loud. We drive around until they play the first holiday song and we both are like, Christmas is here. And it's just like something that we do together. We, um, his family, his family um, has always had the tradition of cutting down a Christmas tree. So for the past couple of years, my husband has been pissed because it's been raining or we were traveling and we didn't get to do that. So like we went to like a nursery or something and my husband is like, you broke the tradition. Like oh, I'm pissed no. off about it. <laughs> but this year I think we're going to do it again. Like they always went and cut down a Christmas tree. And so now it's like the kids are coming also and, you know, our animals have went with us and it's just oh about God. creating those traditions. Yes. Like I will um, have Christmas movies that I need to watch, like that make me happy. I'll watch like one movie a week or something. It's just, you know, creating those traditions yourself. Mm-hmm. It might not be like what you were used to and it might be a little bit different, but it's really important to come up with your own traditions, make new ones, you know, life changes. We go through different situations, you know, find the things that make you happy and that bring you joy. And that's what you focus on. I cannot agree more. And I was just thinking about this as we've been talking. Um, I went to this really cool place last night in Louisville. It's like a champagne bar. And I was like, it would be very (laughs) cool for, like to have like a little girls night, like get together there for Christmas. So again, you know, find somewhere that you can take your friends or your partner, um, family, whatever, you know, you're working with and do like a fun night out, like a fancy Christmas night out, just anything that you can do to kind of feel like, you know, that you're able to participate. I mean, you're always able to participate, but I feel like we make it kind of hold our, yeah, make it special. Like I feel like we kind of hold ourselves back from things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I think that maybe we think into things a little bit too much. Definitely. Um, it's in our heads and I don't mean that in a bad way, but you do like, it's important to make sure that you're still having fun and you're right. happy and create new traditions that work for your life that you're in now. You know, everyone goes through different seasons of life. So make sure that you are doing things that are still bringing you joy. Like everyone hates it because my birthday is a week before Christmas. Oh no. (laughs) So everyone is like crazy busy and everything, but they still want to make it special for me. Which that's very (laughs) sweet. Yeah. So I really appreciate that. But um, we always try to do something for my birthday. Um, Like we've gone to the Biltmore before and we went to and walked through Christmas on the Christmas lights. If you've never been there, it's in Asheville. If you've never been there, everything is candlelit at night. That is and they very have, like, cool. Choir. Right up your alley. They have choirs singing. And right now they have a Downton Abbey exhibit happening there. Oh, so wow. we're kind of looking into that. But it's just finding ways to reconnect and have fun and go hang out with your girlfriends. Go to a champagne bar one night. Like maybe do like a secret Santa exchange or something. Yes. Those are fun. <laughs> And even like with Thanksgiving, host a friend's giving, like maybe you don't have a lot of family or anything around, mm-hmm. kind of do something that, you know, with your friends. Yeah, right. Or go volunteer if you have time. That's something I've always wanted to do is to go and volunteer. 
We're always traveling for Thanksgiving, so we haven't done that. But I'm with you. I would love to do that um, because I think it would really put things in perspective, too. Yeah. Um, Speaking of traveling, Mm -hmm. this is one thing I wanted to talk about. (laughs) I think that I guess I could say for myself that when we don't have children, I'm not saying everyone does this to us, but... There are people in my life who are guilty of it, and they know who they are. Um, Just because I have children doesn't mean that my schedule is not important and that I can travel when you want me to every single time. Yeah, right. It is the most frustrating thing when you have family members. (laughs) I have to like take a deep breath before (laughs) I go into insane mode about this who will literally change plans like at the very last minute and then expect you to be on board and to be able to come to them no matter what. We get that It's like because we don't have children, they think that our schedule is not as important or as busy as theirs. Mm -hmm. And I hate that word busy, but it's the truth. So last year, and we are actually going to do an episode in a couple of weeks. Um, Cheryl from how to make a life is going to be back on. We love her. We love her. And we are also working on lining up some guests for next year. Um, Cheryl just kind of reached out and asked if she could come back on and talk about this topic. And I, I loved it. So we kind of jumped at the chance, um, but she is going to talk about like how to have more of a stress-free holiday and kind of take time for yourself during the holidays. But um, last year was so crazy and it was my first year at a new job. Like I had only been there for less than two months when the holidays kind of rolled around Um, and I was driving, commuting every day. There was one day where I had four events like on a Saturday Oh my gosh. I had like a blog event, a baby shower, a birthday party, and a family Christmas all in on one Saturday. And they were in three different cities. <laughs> and yeah. I got really kind of sick after too because it was just it's a lot and I'm like you, like we're expected to travel a lot and it can be too much sometimes it's it is I come three days a week too and I know I talk about that on here all the time I know many of you are in that same boat but I don't always feel like driving you know I'm on the road constantly and sometimes it's just nice to be at home and like get to experience Mm -hmm. things in your own home and we're not really in the place where we can host we just our house we love it but it's not like large enough to host like my family but we've Mm -hmm. talked about uh, when we move like in the future we're going to host at least one holiday and then everybody will have to come to us because it it gets exhausting. I literally said um, to my family this year, and it's, it's more so my side of the family, not Rob's. They don't, they know. (laughs) So um, I don't know (laughs) how else to say it. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but you know, you know what's happening. (laughs) Um. I said we need to come up with a schedule of alternating holidays because this me traveling and being the only one who travels is bullshit and it's exhausting Mm -hmm. and it's to the point now and we'll talk about this in the next episode with Cheryl. The holidays are so exhausting to me because I'm trying to make sure that I'm seeing everyone. I'm always the one that's having to travel. Like I'm in charge of this and that. And also being a full-time blogger, this is the busiest time of year for me. It is so busy. And now we also have a podcast and we will be taking a break for the holidays. We'll have more on that coming soon. But like we have to make sure that we have our episodes and everything done. So it's really difficult for me when it's just me being the one who travels constantly. Yeah. Or last minute like, hey, you know, we're going to do this for Christmas instead of what we already had planned for a whole year. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, well, I also live like nine hours away and traveling to the Midwest and the, you know, like in the winter months, you never know what weather is going to be like. So it's like, do we fly? Do we drive? You know, how much time can I take off? Mm-hmm. Just because I don't have children doesn't mean that I don't have things going on in my life yeah. that make traveling a little bit difficult for me. Yeah. I mean, we have the same thing, you know, the end of the year at my job is very busy. I don't do really a lot and we're actually going to do an episode on blogging in the holidays next week, I think. 
Um, I don't really do. I've talked about this so many times. Like I'm not a big, I don't apply for sponsored posts. I don't reach out for collaborations. So I don't do that much during the holidays with my blog, but I know it's busy for a lot of you, but end of year is very busy at my full-time job. And like you said, we have the podcast and, you know, we just have a lot going on. Um, it's hard. And plus he does own his own business. So yeah, running around all the time, he needs to have mm-hmm. access to, you know, his computer and like all of his, mm-hmm. you know, all of his stuff. So it's very difficult to do that and to be expected to change plans on a dime like that. I think that it's important to remember that people have careers and different things going on in their lives. And just because they might not be married or they might not have children and such, it doesn't mean that they still don't have a life happening. Yes. And that's something to really take into consideration. And for those of you who maybe, you know, you do have kids and you're married and everything with the holidays coming up, just kind of keep that in mind because I am very much a people pleaser, but there have been moments where I'm like, you know what? I don't feel like going through this shit again this year. Maybe I'm just not going to be able to see my family, but I can't do that because I want to see them and I want to be with them. So I give in every year. Yeah, I do the same thing. (sighs) So we'll talk more about that. um, Maybe when we have Cheryl, because I'm already getting stressed (laughs) and I I don't want the holidays being stressful, but that was kind of one of the reasons for this episode um, was just because I know that because so many of you who do listen are you know, going through a lot of extra things during the holidays, it's important to have conversations like this and to talk about it. Um, I know another thing that we mentioned was getting time off for the holidays Mm -hmm. when you either aren't married and you don't have children. And because you don't have children, then people try to give you extra work. So I have not experienced this at my current job, thankfully, but all my past jobs, um, it, this is a huge pet peeve of mine. They would expect me to work holidays and to work late. Um, I've had jobs schedule me to work late because I didn't have kids. So like, well, you don't need to go home for trick or treat or mm-hmm. you don't need to be home for Thanksgiving or, you know, yeah. for Christmas, whatever the case may be. Um, and I like one, I was usually the only one who had to travel for the holidays because my family doesn't live in the same town that I do. And two, I just, I think that's bullshit. Uh, just because I don't have kids doesn't mean that we don't have anything going on. Like I've, you know, mentioned earlier, we're very close to my niece and family. We have to travel. It is just nonsense to me that people expect you to just work because you don't have a kid. And I started taking PTO on holidays, like the whole day, but I'm like, I'll just solve that problem really quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like I was always getting scheduled and like, I was the only one without kids at my previous job. So they would just say, Oh, well, Lindsay can do it. Lindsay doesn't have anything going on. And I just thought it was very unfair. Um, again, because I was having to travel a lot, you know, and I just, I started taking time off for it. And you have to, and I know that this is something my husband has actually brought up um, and other people as well, that they feel that they get more work, like work pushed their way or like when last minute things come in, like you can do it. This other person is really busy and they have kids and everything. Mm -hmm. And that's very unfair. And that's something I can't say that's really happened to me because I don't work like in a regular, like I'm my own boss. Um, That hasn't happened to me personally, but I see it happen with my husband and I know other people where it happens as well. And that's a really difficult thing to deal with. It really is because on one hand, you're like, well, I don't, like you said, I'm a people pleaser too. And it's like, I know Mm -hmm. you want to be home with your kid, but I want to be home with my significant other or I want to be able to travel to see my family. They're not living in the same neighborhood as me or, you know, they're not five minutes down the road. Um, That has been something that really bothered me at other jobs. And I'm so thankful that we don't have that kind of culture at my current position, because I think that's a very um, negative and it's a very negative environment to treat people Mm -hmm. when they don't matter as much. Very much so. And I wonder, like, as I'm sitting here thinking about this, if this is something that both men and women experience. Or if it's more I so that it, I've seen them do it to men too. 
that yeah. job. I say like so. my husband, like he will, if things come in last minute, like, well, you know, they all have kids and they're very busy or they're overloaded here. You can just take care. Of I literally had my last job before this one had someone who, so we used to have to answer phone calls, even though I'm in tech and I shouldn't be do, like it's not part of what I do. Right. <laughs> um, they would have us answer like customer service phone calls on top of our job. Oh and they would have somebody work like what they called the late shift. And I mm-hmm. never forget this one time hearing the person who was doing it say um, about this man that I worked with, well, he's single, he can do it. And <gasps> they would put him on several times. And I just yeah. thought that was unfair because I knew they were doing the same thing to me. But mm-hmm. you know, I've I've seen it happen to both men and women. I think that brings up a really good point, though, like in all of our conversation and everything. um, I think a lot of the time it's focused on women, but men are also going through this at the same time. Oh, like they're going through holidays, you know, maybe not having children or maybe they lost a child or they lost a loved one. It's not just women going through this. It's men also. Oh, of course. And this is a conversation I've had with Rob so many times because I always say, Um, you know, I feel like when I'm like really in the middle of it, like, I feel like an idiot, like I'm still dealing with this and I'll be sobbing, crying. And I'm like, and I'll say to him, which is not healthy for me to say, but it's, I'm in the moment. Like, you know, you just look so normal and so happy. Like, how can you do this? And he's like, but I'm not, it's just how we deal with things differently. So it's, it's not just, you know, the woman always going through it. Men go through this too. Like men who maybe aren't in a relationship, Mm -hmm. um, or their divorce this year. Right. It's a, you know, even I think navigating when you are divorced, the holidays can be so tricky. I grew up in a divorced family mm-hmm. and the holidays were crazy. It was a lot of back and forth. Um, I think that's, so that's just thing to keep in mind also. That has yeah. not been, my parents are still married. I really didn't have anybody in my family who was divorced. Like everybody yeah. is still married. So that's not something that I've experienced <clears throat> But I know I've heard from so many friends, like how difficult that is for them. And, you know, maybe this is your first divorce holiday and you're not going to be with your kids. I can't imagine how tough and sad that would be. Like so lonely. Yeah. And I hope that some of these tips, you know, that we utilize will help you too. Yeah. Because life might be a little bit different. Yeah. Even if it's not something we've experienced, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm we you're not alone I guess is what I'm not at say. all I think in moments it's like what it comes down to is life can be different year to year yeah you just have to find what brings you joy mm-hmm. and what makes you happy that's what's important yeah and like we said at the beginning to reach out to your friends that are maybe alone or you think might be alone I don't feel weird doing that. All they can say, you know, the worst they can say is no, thank you. Yeah. But make sure that you're trying to include those people in your activities and events too. Yeah. And if you are going through this and you are dealing with, you know, this maybe is your first year of dealing with infertility or losing a loved one, or you just got out of a really bad relationship, know that it's okay to be sad. It's okay to have those moments. Don't feel like, you know, where you feel like I'm an oddball. Nobody wants me around because that's not the truth. Right. Um, Just find, I keep saying this, but it's true. It's kind of what I try to do. Find what brings you joy and what makes you happy and create your own traditions. And on that kind of same note, one of the things like this time of year, there's a big focus on gratitude And while I'm a huge proponent of practicing gratitude, sometimes things just really suck. And it's okay to say, you know what? I've had a really shitty year. I'm having a shitty month. I feel alone. I feel sad. You are allowed to experience those things. Don't let anyone kind of gratitude shame you. Um, There's always something to be grateful for, but sometimes it doesn't feel like there is. So let yourself experience those feelings and don't be ashamed that maybe you're not in a good place and you don't feel so grateful right now. Um, I think we've all been there at some point or another. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One way or another, it might look a little bit different, but we all have. Definitely. Yeah. So it's okay to not 
to not be okay, yeah. not feel grateful. It's okay to feel like shit and to <laughs> be open about those about yeah. those feelings because I think that sometimes and going back to men, I think they're not as open as we are emotionally mm-hmm. sometimes and you know, it's okay to to be honest and you know, open with how you how you feel. Totally agree. They might not have that support system behind them. That's like a very good point. Yeah, you're exactly yeah. right. All right. Well, I think uh, we covered a lot. I think so. Yeah. So we hope that you guys found this episode helpful, no matter what side you're on. Um, and we hope that you can take some of these tips to really try to navigate the holidays and really be able to enjoy yourself yeah. no matter what your situation is. And reach out to people no matter where you are in life. Maybe you're married and have kids. Maybe you're going through a divorce. Maybe you're single. Um, reach out to people and say, hey, come over and spend the Thanksgiving with us or can I come spend Thanksgiving with you? You know, yeah. um, don't be afraid to reach out to someone. Definitely. So thank you guys for listening to this episode. As a reminder, our November book club pick <laughs> our November book club pick is Wild Game, My Mother, Her Lover, and Me. And that episode will go live on November 27th. And again, we think this will be a good, timely book as it deals Definitely. with family dynamics. So check it out. Yeah. Read along with us. And please continue to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also rate and review on Spotify and I'm sure everywhere else too. Those are the only ones that I know. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Those are the only ones that I have any familiarity with. So please keep those coming. It really does help us. We really appreciate it and we're going to keep begging. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you next time. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.